Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And hopefully you have been digging on all the stuff that we've been putting out. Hopefully you got a chance to listen to the last podcast. We did a little bit of preview, a little bit of a taste as to what we have coming up next. We have a really cool guest that is in our space today. We hung out late night to have her come in. Her name is... Hale. Right on. Hey, guys. It's Amanda. And as Mark said, we are um, talking about something that he introduced in the preview. So today we have Kale here who's going to talk about um, plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery, her experiences, and uh, just give us a little bit of insight for anybody who has no idea about any type of elective surgery or not even elective, some of it wasn't, or people who are maybe considering it or you just want to learn more. So thank you for hanging out with us so late. Hello, hello. (laughs) Uh, So why don't you tell us how many surgeries you've had done? Uh, okay, so I've had um, I've had two major, and then I had a lipoma removed. So that's considered cosmetic. I had a lipoma on my leg; just didn't like the look of it. It was always looked like I had a giant mosquito bite. Mm-hmm. Um, then I had a septoplasty because I had a deviated septum and was hard to breathe. Right, uh, so I couldn't really sleep on my left side. Um, and then I had breast implants and a tummy tuck Okay. after, because I've had three kids. Yeah, I totally get it. I've definitely thought about the idea. Um, my body is unrecognizable after the second child. Mm-hmm. After the first one, I feel like I somewhat went back to me. Right. And then after the second one, I don't know who this person is. Now, granted, I still have lots of baby weight to lose. Maybe when that goes away, I might look a little bit more like me, but right, uh, right. nursing. Not just you, me too. <laughs> you too. You too. I, yeah, I hardly recognize you. I had kids and... Uh... <laughs> yeah, me, but that was, that was a little bit different. Yeah. You decided that you had kids and you're like, all right, I'm going to gonna get a dad bod. You got bod. the dad bod. <laughs> I got the dad bod. <laughs> the dad bod. But that's in now, so you're good. Yeah. yeah. For me, it was the first one because I'm very lean. Uh, my first baby, I gained 52 pounds. So for anyone... Wow. Who can't see me, obviously. I'm she's teeny tiny. About well, I was about one ten. Now I'm in the one thirty ish range, but around one ten plus fifty two pounds. So I got a lot of stretch marks. Um, so that's why I ended up doing a surgery. But I didn't do it until I have three kids. Mm-hmm. So I did it after the third when I knew I was done. Okay. Did you know that that's something you wanted to do since I always hated them? I was always very self-conscious and it's not something I could work off at the gym. Right. So I would train and train and diet and there was always the stretch marks and always that little overhang skin. Yeah. Um, And even now there's still, because of where the placement of the scar is, you can go very low and not get rid of as many or you can go higher and kind of get rid of more. But I didn't want a higher scar. Right. So I kind of went in between. So I still do have some scarring that I kind of covered with a tattoo. Okay. Yeah. All right. So was the tummy tuck the first um, cosmetic? The first was my breast implants. Okay. Let's start there then. Okay. Cool. How old were you when you did your uh, breast implants? If you want to say it, you don't have to say it. I was 
it was after my son. So I was in the range of 40. Okay. So 40, you did the breast implants. Mm -hmm. What motivated you? Again, was this something that you always wanted to do or did that come up after having kids? Part of it was after the kids, you know, when you do the breastfeeding and yes, yes, what do. you do have <laughs> is kind of gone. Um, so I was always average size, maybe a B, mm -hmm. but I just always wanted something more. And I always felt like when I wore a bikini, it just didn't really have the look I wanted. So it was that plus after having the kids okay. with the breastfeeding. So you you had an idea of what you wanted to look like, like even before kids. Yeah. And then, yeah, I totally understand that after breastfeeding kids, like you said, what you had, even though like I, I have. I'm pretty open about this. Mm -hmm. Like I've also, I've been a B cup my entire life, eh, you know, not huge, but not absolutely nothing there. Um, but I was a pretty full B and I was okay with that. After nursing two children, I still wear a B cup. Right. I just don't fill that thing out like I used to. And when you are pregnant and when you're breastfeeding, they were huge. They uh, were, and I kind of missed that. I actually, mine never oh, changed, no? which I, I used to say all the time. I'm like, this fucking sucks. Like the yeah, best yeah. part of being pregnant <laughs> is getting yeah. the boobs. You I didn't get off. them, period. Yeah, no, I did. Um, they I were got, fuller. Like, yeah. but they, I still was in my same B cup bras and okay. they fit. I was just a little bit fuller. But then, yeah, once I stopped nursing, especially after the second one, yeah. um, I call them pudding now. Like I call them, they go from grapes to raisins. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. They're not raisins. Not they're a just, raisin. They're just pudding. You know, that, that <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah, Definitely but not I see what you're saying. Anymore. And not, yes. And, and they don't kind stand of, up. Yeah. yeah. Not kind so of droopy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what about what about your body pre pre implants? Were you not were you not digging? Was because you work living? out like you guys can't yeah. see. She works out a lot. Yeah, you've done fitness shows. Mm -hmm. Like it's not. It's not like mm, I. I'm not happy with my body. She doesn't like, look like a frumpy mom, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what? What about your body was just like not you? You're seeing it. And you're like, uh, I need. I. I. This is what I really want. Well, before the kids, I guess. Everything was good. Um, I wasn't training as much as I do now, okay. but I was always in shape because I've always done sports or a lot of different activities. So um, when I was, before I had my kids, I would say it was more breast. I just wanted them bigger. Okay. So they were okay, but I just always felt like I wasn't filling out that bikini top as well as I would like, but they weren't sagging or anything at that point. But after the kids... I figured now is a good time because, yeah. you know, they they did tend to lose some of their volume. Do you so. think it was really like a big factor in your self-esteem and your confidence? Like, do you, was it something that really, really bothered you every time you looked at yourself? Like After the kids, it was more. It did okay. bother me more. And even more so was my stomach. Okay. My stomach was very, I was very self-conscious with okay. that to wear anything that showed my my stomach, whether it's, you know, a crop top or a bikini, even still, I mean, I did have the surgery and it did make a huge difference. The scar is very minimal, mm -hmm. but I do still have some stretch marks there. Yeah. And in certain light, you can still see it. So as Mark said, like you're in good shape. Mm -hmm. Most women would probably look at you 
even pre-implants and be like, I want to look like her. Uh, like, obviously, there's psychology there. There's, there was something in you that made you feel like this is, you know, I'm not good, I, enough. I'm not good enough. Yes. Was, did you okay. always have issues with self-esteem or did yes. that come? Okay. So as a teenager, I had bad skin. Okay. So, and I remember, I don't remember exactly how old I was. I was probably 15, 16. And in the place where I lived, there was a boy that I thought was cute. And, you know, we were sitting together on the grass and he leaned into me and I thought he was going to kiss me. And he leaned into me and he said, oh, look, connect the dots with your face. Oh, to a and obviously girl. I never forgot that. And it was very hurtful. And yeah. I, I've always been self. That's another thing I'm very self-conscious of. And I do cosmetically try to fix that okay. um, laser and doing the PRP things they have now to try to minimize the scarring yeah. on my face. So I've always had that throughout high school. So that created that bit of self-esteem or that I'm not good enough. And then if everything that, snowballed. If that 16 year old boy is listening. Like... Do, you, do you remember his name? <sighs> I don't actually know. Good. I think I blocked <laughs> it out somehow. I think I did. Yes. Interesting how something that that guy probably doesn't remember that. No. Something, he probably thought it was something funny. Something that seemed insignificant, but it obviously triggered something in you because mm -hmm. you already felt a little bit self-conscious about your skin. And he just pointed out a flaw. That yeah. You, that, well, that, something that you looked at as a flaw. Right. Somebody else might have thought nothing. So you're 16. Of course you have pimples. Right. I mean, I'm in my 30s and... I still have pimples. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it made me very self-conscious. It made me very shy, you know, in, in terms of people staring at me. I always feel like they're staring at my face, you know, and I still do. I still feel like that. That, I guess it affects your confidence okay. with certain things, you know. Since doing the implants, mm -hmm. since that was the first surgery. Wait, can we go one step further then? Yes. So now you've decided breast implants, this is going to happen, right? Right. Do you tell people this or is this something that you're just kind of keeping it hush-hush? I didn't. I you didn't told, tell people. You told nobody, right? No. And I know it's one of those things that obviously they're going to know. Right. But I didn't tell anyone. And, you know, people don't notice right away. Maybe you just, I wear you know, kind of baggy clothes at work, uniform. And so nobody really noticed right away. It wouldn't be until you wear a bikini or whatnot. So right. has anybody just come, I'm sure they have, but do people just come out and ask you? Like, are I get real? that a lot. Yeah. 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 I don't think I could ever do that. I think even if I was questioning, like, are they, aren't they? I, I don't know if I could ask. I made a huge mistake. Oh, he did. Oh, uh -oh. please, please talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was trying to find people that I know to be on this podcast that I think would be open enough to talk Wait, about Wait, before it. he tells the story, yes. before he even reached out to anybody, I said, be careful. Anybody you <laughs> send a message to, make sure they have told you that, that you know they for have sure. had plastic it's surgery. It's like the times when you ask a woman if she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah, just make uh, sure. And I, yeah, and I don't do that anymore because I, I've asked somebody and I was 100% sure she was pregnant and she said, no, she just gained weight. And I said, never again. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm never not doing again. That. Yeah, well, I did that. I, unless I mean, you're in the hospital giving birth, <laughs> I'm not Mark's asking. I fans, totally did that. In Mark's, anyway, go ahead and tell the yeah, story. Yeah, so, so <laughs> I fire off a text. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna we're doing an interesting podcast series on cosmetic surgery and plastic surgery, and you know, I was wondering if you're willing to come in and, and speak about your experience. And you know, probably a good 15 minutes went by with the you know the little bubbles that come up or a little like I know she's she, didn't, she didn't know what to yeah, say. To you. She's writing yeah. something, and then like 15 minutes. Later, get back. 
I don't have any experience with that. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Oh, so Let's just what pretend was that this Do you think is- she didn't? Or do you think maybe she just didn't want to admit to it? I don't know. Um, so I know her, not as well as Mark, but I've met her a handful of times. I actually never thought she had implants. But at, what I was starting to say was in Mark's defense, somebody said to him, Oh yeah, she's had work done, and I guess he just took it very oh, okay. seriously. Yeah. Right? I didn't think so. I just think she was born lucky, that girl. Okay. If if you call it lucky, I don't it know. happens, you know, yeah. and it's hard to tell sometimes. Sometimes it's obvious, yeah, and sometimes it's hard to tell. And a lot of times, if somebody is very lean, like myself, and diets quite often, and they still have ample breasts, then you yeah. know pretty That's much. True. If you're like 120 pounds yeah. and you've got D cups, people probably have some yeah, questions yeah. You can for you be pretty sure that those are implants and that's okay. why a lot of bikini competitors get them so mm. before you jump into this because i was i was going to ask you so you you told nobody mm-hmm. did you do a ton of research that yes, was my I did. question oh yeah <laughs> yeah i did i did a lot of research i did a lot of asking around and seeing which doctor i asked my family doctor um i would look at their you know before and after pictures um So that's how I decided. Now, if I were to change them, which I would like to do, because I've had them 10 years and I feel like I just not because of the implants, but with aging, I feel like I need a lift Mm -hmm. um, and to get new implants. I feel like there's a different doctor that I would like to try rather than the one I went to. Not that he's bad, but I do like the work of the other one. Okay. Just because you now know of the work of the other one. And I've seen a lot of different friends of mine that have gone to him and I really yeah. like the work. So you're supposed to take them out after 10 years, right? Which I just learned by the I've way. I've heard that and then I've heard that that's not true. Yeah, we were talking in the parking lot about that a little bit okay. and and I kind of was like, is that is that like an industry thing where they just tell you that? Because Yeah, because people have said that. Like I, I just met, oh, I didn't just meet, sorry. I went out with an old friend mm-hmm. on the weekend and uh, she was telling me her mother had implants done 40 years ago. Silicone yeah. and oh, has never, never a problem, ha- never. Well, she doesn't know. She basically tells people now that she's had them in there long enough. She goes, no, they're real. They're mine now. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they're part but, of me. Yeah, yeah. This woman has never, um, yeah, never had them replaced. So yeah. I don't know, like, how true is this 10 year? That's rule? what I was saying. Like, I don't know if they're saying that as mm-hmm. that they're degenerative over 10 years or what would be the reasoning or is it only specific type so again um you've done the research so mm-hmm. i i wanted to ask you like yes. can you tell me what the different types of implants are and like how you decide what you're going to get like well the ones well there's different shapes of course there's teardrop just more natural it just drops i had no idea that breast implants come in different shapes yes i really had no fucking clue to be honest with you i ball really I, th- I thought they were all kind of the same basic shape and therefore you know that's why yeah. most people yeah. that have breast implants yeah just kind i, of I like assume they all looked like boobs. the like the chicken cutlet things that you can stuff in your bra to oh yes, give yes. yourself a lift i just assume yeah. that they no, all look like that actually <laughs> okay. round right okay um and some are teardrop, I don't think I've which ever is seen a little that, but... more natural. Yeah. I have the teardrop okay. um, just because it looks more natural. Right, right, right. It kind of has a little drop and there's just the silicone in a bag, basically. And then there's the gummy bear silicone. Gummy bear. They call them gummy bear, which is basically it's like a gummy bear. And if you cut it, the silicone doesn't come out. It's like if you cut a gummy bear, it would be two pieces. Oh, uh... It's like gelatinous. And the silicone 
in a bag basically can rupture. So it can actually puncture and leak. There's also water filled saline. Yeah, saline. There's saline as well. Is there what so saline is less harmful if it ruptures yeah, that's what because I was it's say. just salt water. It would be probably safer to do saline? I just, I think there are benefits and there's pros and cons to each one. And with those, I think they ripple more. Right, right. I believe that's okay. the case. Which makes sense. They ripple more so they don't feel as natural. Okay. Would you see that? Yes, you Yes, would. you can. You I've see? seen enough pornographic films. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was like. Have you seen that? It makes yeah, sense. I yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's just saline solution in a bag. Right, so, right, right. So, you know, right. the body moves around. And yeah. You'll, yeah. See, you'll see ripples. Yeah. Versus something that, I guess, it's like the salt. gummy bear is more gelatinous, I, I assume. Yeah, because yeah, that, that nothing Right, would so leave. it would hold its shape a little bit better in various positions. Right. Okay. right? Did your doctor recommend any of these things so, for you? So, my doctor, yes. He did recommend recommend the gummy bear because he said they're a bit safer if they rupture. Also because they are textured, because I needed a bit of a lift after having my kids. And those will give you a natural bit of a lift okay. because of the texture. I want to ask a question about mm-hmm. that. But before we put the mics on, I, I was telling Kale about the reason we wanted to do this, um, this series on plastic surgery, because uh, Mark and I know someone who got implants and unfortunately it didn't go so well and ended up with what is, I guess, termed implant disease now. Um, and she implant, implant illness. illness, sorry. And she um, had said that when she went to her doctor, she requested smooth implants, but then actually when she got them out, found out that she had textured. gotten textured. Um, what what does that mean? Smooth versus textured? Like it's just literally textured. They have a a bit of a texture to them, but it just it it gives the lift more, and and I guess the breasts maybe holds to it more rather than being more slippery. I can imagine that it would hold to the internal aspect of the tissue better. Right. right? Yeah. But the problem with something textured is it's textured, and therefore. The possibility of, you know, bacteria or anything else, you know. Right. Yeah. Because textured implants seem to be the ones that are more associated with the problems. Yes. And, yeah. and I've heard yeah. recently, too, about the specific type of cancer that may be caused from the textured implants. Okay. I did read about that. But they do say it's rare. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, obviously, there were so many women. Panic, yeah. But, so many women have had implants and had zero yeah. problems. Yeah. So your doctor kind of recommended you So to he a recommended way. the textured so that I could do a natural lift. Okay. Um he recommended the gummy bear because if they do ever rupture or break, they don't leak. And he also did recommend the size. Knowing what I know now, I would have gone the size bigger. What do you know now because that makes you... He said, okay, hold on, slow down. What, <laughs> what are you now? So you started at a what? Like a B... Well, the thing they say too is everyone always chooses an implant and then they always want to be bigger. Yeah. Right? It's just the way it is. So he recommended... He's In his words, this is the size I would recommend to my wife because it's more natural. Right, right, right. And I went with that because at the same time, I didn't want... And I said to him, I said, I'm not looking for Pamela Anderson. Like, I don't want to look like a big porno star or whatever. Um, So I just want to have nice fullness. So that's what I went with. I think it was 350 or three, something in that range, 350. Um, And if I did it again, I would do the 400 something, which isn't that much bigger. 
it's not like some women do thousand cc's yeah and those are huge yeah because i had a friend yeah who, who who had implants and she she kind of said the same thing her doctor recommended like this is what you should do for your 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 frame and this is what would look best on you right. and, she, and she's just thinking like listen if i'm gonna do this you want your money i'm gonna worth, do this right? exactly yeah. i don't want to do this now and then three years be like oh i wish i didn't yeah you know i wish i went a little bit or larger. like right away actually we have another mutual friend and it was the exact same scenario she went with the recommendation of the doctor mm -hmm. to be more natural because I mean she was going from like nothing like right. a cup maybe and um, so she did something very natural she looked to me she looked great afterwards like I thought the doctor did a really good job she did so much research and uh, she she hated it almost right away she's like no this is not she what I wanted I, I should have yeah. went bigger yeah. yeah it happens all the time and unfortunately it's not something you can just change you yeah. can't exchange it you know, it's it's surgery. And even for me to go to that size now would be a waste of money because it's not that much bigger. But it just would have been probably big enough that I would have been more satisfied. But again, I you don't know, right? And you think... I don't want to be too big. I don't want it to look right. You want it to still too look much. natural. Yeah. Like, I mean... Natural, no, but still... Yeah. You don't care if people know that. Like, if somebody yeah. said to you, like, are they real or fake, you'd be, you don't care, right? Right. You're pretty open about it. Right. And the other thing he said to me, which is true, which people can see in a lot of my pictures, is he told me, you can just wear a push-up bra and you'll get a lot more fullness. But when you're not wearing it, it's more natural. Mm -hmm. It's just that I don't like when I'm not wearing it. I prefer when I wear the push-up. That's the look I want That's what you without That's what the push-up. Right. Okay. You know? So it didn't give you quite as much of the lift as you want. I would like to be a little bigger. So did they also recommend whether you do it on top of the muscle, superficial to the muscle? Those are other options. And because I, it depends on your body frame, I guess, but mm -hmm. also because I do a lot of fitness. Um, I know a girl who got them put under the muscle and she said every time she works out, they're bouncing around in a weird way. Oh, wow. It's okay. like the muscle is making them move funny. So she didn't like that. Amanda's looking at me like... I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking like pros and cons yeah. of below the muscle or not, like I... It's... This is a subject I know nothing about. So I'm every time we do this podcast, I say the same thing. Yeah. Like I realize how little I know about a lot of things when right. we do this. Like yeah. people are teaching me things. I've never really thought about all of the different options you have. Like it was just like, oh yeah, implants or no implants. There's, but no, there's so many other There's choices. so many options and there's the option of going under the muscle or above. For me, because I'm very lean, the only problem with above is it's a bit more noticeable. Um, the other thing is the placement. So because I have the thicker gummy bear ones, they have to go from underneath. Whereas if you do the kind that they can fill, like the saline, mm -hmm. they can go from under your arm, they can go from around your nipple, right, right, right. things like that. So there's different placement areas they can do. So do you have scarring? I do. Oh, okay, but okay, you, okay. Unless I'm standing on my head, you wouldn't notice. <laughs> you wouldn't see that. But they're very His minimal. head is going <laughs> so many different directions. <laughs> Just picturing. Is but, there a difference with the recovery then, whether it's under the arm, from underneath, in the nipple? That's a good question because I don't know if it's more recovery time when it's under the muscle or if it's not. I'm not really sure because I've only done above the muscle and under. And 
I had to go home with a drain and a pump for pain. And the next day they took the drains out and that actually hurt quite a lot to have those taken out. Oh. Yeah, it was the weirdest. <laughs> so how, how long was the recovery? A couple of weeks. You know, you're not allowed to lift for a couple of weeks. The worst recovery though for my surgery was my tummy tuck because it literally made me hunch over for a few weeks. And I always had to pretend like, oh, I dropped something or, you know, because it's so tight. Mm. They've cut your skin and pulled it down and you're basically hunched over until the skin loosens. Yeah. So you're walking hunched over for quite some time. So you were just like still going to work and everything after the time? I did. Yeah. How much time I think you... I took, I may have, I had a week for sure. I don't know if I had two weeks off. I may have had two weeks off and then went back to work. So you were just walking around all hunchy at work. And I even and... went to the gym. Oh my God. But are you supposed to go to the I gym? I wasn't allowed to lift heavy, but I was just doing light work. Yeah. You fitness people. I know. It's <laughs> You're so recovering bad. from major surgery. Yeah. I got to go get my workout okay. in somehow. <laughs> I, I, I need to know now. I need to know now. So yeah. you, you, because we're, I'm still on the breast implants before I get to. Because I'm going chrono, I'm going chronological okay, order. No, right? We can back it up. So you get your breast implants. You're home. Your two weeks recovery. You told nobody. Right. What's who's the first person that sees? Who's the who's who's the first person that says anything? What's the reaction of you know your friends or your family or whatever the case is? I'm trying to think now exactly because I I had them done when I was with my ex. And then it wasn't that long after that we broke up. So to be honest, he didn't really even get to enjoy them. (laughs) So it was with him is when I had the surgery. And I'm trying to remember because I would have been at work. I may have told some of the girls at work, but yeah. I, so there was no like like shock reaction no. from anybody like, whoa, what happened And no big reveal. Like you just kind of left it. And if people notice, they notice. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure some of your good friends knew maybe or any any family members know. I didn't mention it. I mean, obviously they would know. And then my mom did know. She knew that because I was having surgery. Okay. So I she told knew prior. her. She knew after. Okay. And then I, that I had the surgery. What was yeah. her reaction? She didn't really say anything. I feel and your like, kids? I feel what like was... my mother would be like, why, why, why would you want to do that? My mom is everything natural. She oh, gets upset okay. when I dye my hair. Oh, well, yeah. I think my mom would want to do it for herself if she was younger because she was always very small, my mom. Yeah. Or so is. So then she, yeah, she, she would is, understand. Not was, but. Yeah, she would understand why you did it. Yeah. 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 What about your kids? Did they notice? Were they too young? They never said anything. They're teenagers? They would have been teenagers. So have they said anything They've ever. never really said anything. You know what? Though that might be a that might be an like awkward, an awkward conversation yeah, to have yeah, with your mom, yeah. right? I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't I'm imagine sure they know, but it's never been discussed. They've so never this, asked me. So the way you did it, as Mark said, you just kind of did it. You kept it to yourself. I tried you, to. You, you don't yep. hide it, but you don't go out of your way to the tummy tuck was even more so nobody really knew that my mom knew my mom knew prior and i was kind of seeing someone at the time so he knew but nobody really knew the tummy tuck i guess like it's not going to drastically change your appearance like nobody would ever have to unless yeah we're seeing you in a bikini obvious yeah yeah otherwise i mean like you said you've always been very lean so it wouldn't have changed much except for you it really was for you to get rid of the stretch marks and for you to yeah. feel like you have the flat bikini tummy that you had before kids yeah oh i miss that it was just one of those things where you can work out and work out and and it's never going to go away mm-hmm. it's never going to get better i'm not feeling too 
good about my chances now. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really painful that surgery. Um, like of the two, which is which is like which was worse? Yeah, I guess they were both to a certain extent painful, but um, I think more surprisingly, more the breasts were more painful, and the tummy tuck. Again, I went home with the pain pump, and I healed really well for that. But it was from hip to hip and around your belly button. So basically your whole midsection, plus they sew back, which I love, your ab muscles that stretch out. Or like completely separate. Separate, sorry. Yep. <laughs> separate, yeah. That does sound really painful, but the breast implants were more painful. The breast implants, yeah, they were more painful. Well, and I guess because you have to use your arms. Like I can imagine even yeah. just like lifting your arms, like trying to wash your hair, like all of that would have been it pretty was painful more pain. for yeah, a while. It was yeah. more difficult, except... With the tummy tuck, again, it was, I had to be hunched over and it was really awkward feeling because it was so tight. And then you just felt like, you know, you were somebody who had osteoporosis, you know, walking down the street, yeah. but, and it's hard to hide that. So like I said, I'm always like, oh, did I drop something? <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. looking at my shoes. Took a long time to stretch and be able to actually, it was over a month maybe even two months Oh wow! to be able to stand straight. So although the recovery time actually wasn't that long in terms of pain and everything, yeah. you could go back to work, you could function, but to actually be able to feel completely normal, stand up straight a couple of months. Took a while, yeah. Wow. Okay. And you think it wouldn't because you think that would be more painful to have a scar going from yeah. side to side. Yeah. Would anybody have been able to talk you out of any of these no no just set on it that that's it right yeah, yeah. so no because somebody could say oh no you know your breasts are fine but i was very self-conscious you know i had three kids and i just felt like they were you know kind of saggy and lost volume and i didn't like it at all you know i had gone i had my two kids and then i went through my divorce so then I met somebody else and that was a terrible relationship and I don't think that helped either. He was cheating. So, I mean, that that's not good for your self-esteem. Mm -hmm. So, you always try, you always question, you know, what's wrong with me? Why, why did this happen? Is it, am I not good enough? Maybe, you know, if I looked better this way or did this, I would be more desirable and somebody wouldn't do that. Do you think getting the surgeries accomplished what you wanted it to? Do you feel that it did help with your self-esteem? Like, did you feel better when you were getting dressed or looking in the mirror? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So as Mark was about to say, no regrets then. No regrets. No. And, you know, as I say, I, I do, you know, the Botox and I've done my lips and I've done mm -hmm. things for my face that I feel more confident with. And I'm trying to work on the scarring. If I get the scarring fixed, then it'll be even better. Okay. But it's, yeah, it's definitely uh, improved my confidence. But, you know, there's always that part inside of you that still doesn't feel good enough. And it's like that, I guess, that ugly duckling syndrome where, you know, the ugly mm -hmm. duckling and then becomes the beautiful swan, but they still feel like the ugly duckling inside. Well, that was why I asked that because I think that... It's, I'm not comparing you to Jim Carrey, by the way, but you know how <laughs> you. like Jim Carrey kind of, <laughs> people, people think that Jim Carrey went nuts, right? But yeah. I, it's, you know, he's been quoted and saying things, you know, he's basically he telling, he didn't he, go nuts. He, I don't he, think he, he came. He got enlightened. He, he became enlightened, enlightened yes. Oh, yeah. So, but Jim Carrey, you know, is trying to give this message to people that, you know, you, you want all this money, you want things, you want yes. wealth, but when you get it, it's not going to make it you won't happy. change. It's not going to yes. change you. Yes. And so I kind of view, in some cases, I kind of view um, 
plastic surgery that way. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't feel confident. You're not happy with yourself and you can change your appearance, but is it going to change what you actually feel about yourself? Right. And maybe in some cases it does. I don't know. Right. I think superficially, yes, obviously Mm -hmm. it, it can do that, but it doesn't change those deep rooted feelings. That's where, you know, your therapy comes in if, if that can help mm-hmm. at all with that. But it it certainly helps with, you know, being able to fake it more or being able to say, oh, I think I look pretty good. Well, yeah, like you could go shopping and try on clothes and recognize when you look in the mirror, like, yeah, my body looks good in this. Right. But there still might be a part of you when you're getting ready to go out to a function that's like, okay, everybody's still, looking at me or, you know, yep. yeah, those I things absolutely are still there. still feel like that. And I still feel like um, in certain light, are you going to notice the scars on my face? You know, it's like that Seinfeld, mm-hmm. you know, the, the two face. Do you remember that episode where he's dating the girl and she sits in the booth and then they sit in another booth with bad lighting and he's like, oh my God, who are you? She looked horrible. Everybody so, is going to hate me right now, but I... <laughs> When I was growing up, I was actually not allowed to watch Seinfeld because my mother has a severe <laughs> dislike for Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, no. So I deprived. have only seen, I, I was so deprived. I have only seen episodes like later, like after the right, series right. ended. So I actually haven't seen the entire series. So there's right. certain like key episodes that I know <laughs> and somebody will say a line from Seinfeld. And I'm like, yes, that's Seinfeld. But no, I don't but know that doesn't... episode. Now I feel yeah. like I have to watch it. Oh, oh mom, you should watch you the totally... two face. That's a good one. <laughs> mom, you I totally sheltered Seinfeld me. <laughs> constantly with regards to everyday life. It's funny. I do that with friends. It's true though. I do feel a lot more confident with things that I have done, but I also am still self-conscious because yes, I still have stretch marks. I have scars. Right. Um, I do have scars from different things that have happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Would you compare, I mean, we talked about this off mic, that plastic surgery can be addictive. Mm -hmm. Do you think part of the, I guess, addictiveness of plastic surgery is that you can always find something that's not, that's wrong. Right. Or that you are not happy with. It's the same thing with the gym. You're never satisfied because you can always improve something. Right. Somehow. And um, yeah, there is that dysmorphia though, Mm -hmm. where I feel like, and it's almost like anorexia where people look in the mirror and see something different. Yeah. Right. Um, so there's a fine line there where you're doing things to improve. I always want to do things that I look still as natural as possible. Mm-hmm. I don't want someone to say, oh yeah, she's done this. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so this yeah, is this is a recording yeah. so nobody can see her, but um, she doesn't look like a Barbie. She doesn't look like plastic from head to toe. Like, I mean, yes, now that we're talking about it, of course I've checked out her implants there. I mean, you are small. They definitely, I think now I can tell they're not real, but right. they don't look ridiculous. They're not the size of your head or anything. Right. Um, not yet. No. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want that though. But I there just... are people who intentionally make themselves look fake. Yeah. And how many people I've seen that go really overboard and keep doing things and they've died. They've gone in for another surgery and died. And you know, it's sad because you think, why did you take so many risks, you know, and spend so much money? And isn't there like an ethical obligation from a surgeon to be like, you know what? No, because I used to, I used to yeah. do personal training 
um, for this very wealthy lady and she had a lot of work done and, and she one day was telling me like she she wants a little bit more lipo and I'm like there's nothing to suck out here and she's like that's what my surgeon said he refuses to do anything and I'm on the hunt to find someone who will actually do stuff there's probably some surgeons who have a moral compass but there's obviously others who will do whatever the patient is asking because I mean again you look at people like a the woman who has turned herself into a cat yeah that's it, crazy. there's a surgeon that was willing to turn her into a cat or, you know, the woman who wants to look like a real life Barbie or, you know, I think there was somebody recently I saw um, wants to look like Michael Jackson. Like people actually want to completely change their face. And if they have the money, there are surgeons who are going to do it. So creepy to me a little bit. Yeah. But it's, it's obviously there, there's a mental factor to it. So Obviously, they don't feel good enough or just want to yeah. completely change. I do. And again, I do understand that. I'm I'm so afraid of needles, like to the point where I didn't have epidurals with my children because I was like, you're not fucking sticking that in my spine. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think I that I would to. ever actually be ballsy enough to do anything. But there's definitely like times where I can look in the mirror and like you said, the extra piece of skin like I joke around I'm like oh second baby left a little something extra here for me the extra skin or again I had really bad skin as well and there's things that I would definitely think I would want to do um but yeah I just I don't think that I'm I don't think I'm brave but I think too in in all fairness you have someone like you're you're married and as a single person myself I'm a single mom and I just feel like, and especially because of my age, I feel like it's really hard to compete. Although you shouldn't have to compete per se, but I do feel like society really pressures people. Yeah. And, you know, you look at Instagram and all you see are the Models. hot women yeah. <laughs> getting millions of likes and mm-hmm. followers. And so it's hard not to think, well, maybe I should look like that. It is true. Like with the you know, what you said about even dating and it, yes, it doesn't have to be competition, but that's essentially what dating is now. Everybody who is single is doing online dating and it's one big uh, physical competition. Like people are just swiping based on what you look like. It has to be superficial because it's Mm -hmm. online and that's your initial impression is that first picture or pictures. And the other side of that is I do attract a lot of people I get a lot of messages but then I attract a lot of the wrong kinds of people or people get the wrong impression of me mm-hmm. because I'm fit and because I dress sexy and they they have a different they're automatically of, labeling you yeah based on what you look like which exactly. I mean we all probably do that whether we want to admit it or not you look at somebody and you you're judging them. But you feel, or at least I do, I feel like I need to compete. I feel like I need to look sexy and I need to be fit and I need to be a good person. I need to be funny. I need to be smart. Mm-hmm. And that whole package is there. But, you know, that looking good part of it, it's a big factor. Yeah, dating and in, in like these days. It's horrible. That's a whole other. That's a whole other podcast. Whole other Online dating. Oh, my goodness. Why are you giving me that look? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know how I feel about online dating. It's a whole other world, and it's I don't know if not it's good. good I don't know if it's bad. I don't know. I have no idea. Well, the thing is, there are probably. Well, there obviously are very genuine people who are just because trying to I meet someone. And you got married. Well, exactly. Off of That's what I mean. Dating. There's. Uh, so do I. Yeah. There are. 
there are definitely what planet very, do they live on? <laughs> <laughs> there are good people, um, but you do have to sift through a lot of the shit. And like you said, that you want to look good on one hand, you know, because you, as you said, you see all these really hot women online, and you know that the guys that you know, you obviously want an attractive man. You right. don't make yourself look the way you do because you want, you know, a frumpy old looking dude. You obviously right. are looking for somebody that matches your level of attractiveness. So you want to look good, but then because you're wearing the sexy outfits and you're fit and you've got the implants and you've got, you know, the lips done and whatever, then you're going to get the guys who think like, oh, well, well here's the majority just either want one thing Mm -hmm. or they assume that I'm a certain way or they say that I'm high maintenance because of how I look. And I'm so not high maintenance. And if they got to know me beyond that superficial Mm -hmm. part, then they would see that. But it's so hard for me to find that. Find her a dude. (laughs) (laughs) I am so giving up on everything because I have gone I've been on dating sites for years off and on, Mm -hmm. and I did meet people that I've dated and obviously never worked out, Um, but I made, I did make a lot of friends. Maybe there was no connection, Mm -hmm. Um, but I do find, especially lately, everyone that I meet is a player or tells you what you want to hear, and they just really want one thing, and they Mm -hmm. don't want anything long-term. Being a woman, like in so many ways, sometimes just fucking sucks because on one, like I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You, you have to look good to attract the person in the first place. But if you look too good or too sexy, they immediately assume either that you only want one thing or like you said, that you're a certain way or they think like you're, you're not blonde, but the dumb blonde, you know, like you don't, have it. I mean, you're a single mom. You support your kids and yourself on your own. Like you have an education, you have a job, but nobody wants to get to know that person. They're like, yeah. oh, look at the you know fit girl with the big boobs. Well, that's what I was just saying as I was coming in here about the person that made the comment mm-hmm. um, and just would randomly message me and didn't ask me anything about me personally. You know, what do you like? What do you like to do? What are your dreams? You know, what? Just wanted to see pictures. How's your day? It was just random, um, let's go to a movie, and then, oh, why don't you come by my place after? And it's like, no. <laughs> See, you dudes know? are stupid. I keep saying this. You you can expand on that. We already know that. Well, we, yeah, we... Dudes yeah. are stupid. For any dude that's listening, and you... I'm going to get into the whole thing now. Any <laughs> dude that's listening, and you want to find a girl, or you want to score that girl of your dreams, do not act like that. You have to come off one way and one way only. A gentleman? No. Non-threatening. 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 The only emotion that you want to come out in that other person that you're trying to get to know is that you're non-threatening. With a side of make sure you're not so non-threatening that they look at you as a friend. Yes. That's part of the the game. Non-threatening with a hint of flirtatiousness. Yes. It's just so hard to find someone you're attracted to who isn't a douchebag, if I can use that term. Any words you like. Because that's what I keep meeting. So since surgeries, more douchebags less douchebags when she had the first surgery you were married though right when you no the first so 
I was married and then I had two kids and then we split up and then I met somebody else and I had a son with him. Oh, okay. I was confused. I thought you had the implants done when no, you were still with the first husband. With the second. Gotcha. Okay. And the second was a douchebag. So I can't say that it's been more or less. Now I understand, by the way, when yeah. you said to me, well, you know, you're, you're married and whatever, like when I said you know, I, that I feel the insecurities you do, but I don't think I could do the surgery. And you said, oh, well, you're married. I was so confused because I said, I thought that you were, now it makes sense. You were right. with, you were with the not very great guy when you had the first. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now that I'm caught up, I was really confused for yeah. a minute there. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. The the first one, everything was good with him. He was a nice person. We were just two different people. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate that didn't work. But um, it is harder as a single mom or as a single person, especially nowadays where everything is superficial and everybody's like even 20-year-olds are getting work done. That's crazy to me. So crazy. You know, um, and I don't just mean breast implants. I mean butt implants as well. And doing yeah. Botox on their face. At I blame 20. the Kardashians. I know. And like, that's why, why. Why do butt implants become a thing? Like, go do some fucking squats. Well, it just <laughs> some some women. Yeah, you're never gonna have like the big voluptuous ass. Fine, but I feel like butt implants don't. It's not the same as having breast implants. Like somebody can have breast implants and they can look like implants, but still look good. I don't think butt implants, when it's very obvious that that's not your actual ass, I don't think it looks good. I think you look silly. I think you look like you're wearing yeah, a diaper. You know what, though? A lot of times people just go way too far with things. Like, that's probably I, I was why. telling him into this. Like, dudes should never get work done because dudes look horrible. They always just yeah, go always... way too far and yeah. they just look silly. Like, if you take a look at anyone in Hollywood, like dudes that get work done, they yeah. look so fucking weird. They look so fake. It's like, yeah. why do you not have a line in your face? You're a 60 year old man. You're <laughs> supposed to have fucking lines in your face. It, it just it looks strange. Yeah. You know but it's I mean? okay for men to have gray hair and wrinkles yep. and scars and have it's, a little it's dad bod, you know, true. it's not okay for don't women. Make fun of my, don't make fun of my dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> but it, no, but what she's saying is true. And it yeah. brings me back to being a woman just fucking sucks sometimes because the standards for women are higher, like whether men want to a, agree it, to that yeah. or not. Standards that you no, create. Standards that no, society. it's not, it's, it's not society. standards that women create as as she was no. saying, like you go online, who are the 50 year old men messaging online? The 25 year old girl with Botox, not the 50 year old woman with Botox. They're still even going younger and younger and younger because it is somehow socially acceptable for a man to have a bit of a beer belly, to have the salt and pepper in their facial hair, to have some wrinkles. Oh, he looks wise. Like George Clooney and Brad Pitt are hotter now than when, you know, I had a crush on them when I was a teenager. I'm smiling because I do, yeah. I do like them. But, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but they no, look they so fucking good and they're not young guys. Yet women in Hollywood, if they've got the slightest imperfection, the all of the magazines, everyone's all over them like, right. oh, not aging well, looking old. No, just actually looking like a 50 or 60 year old woman is supposed to look. Yeah. Standards are Agreed. way higher but for women. But look at your videos, you know, like, f- like for example, rap videos. It's it's all about, you know, the fake 
big giant fake butts and you gotta total have a big ass lips done and yeah. everything big ass big boobs small and waist that's what they made big popular. lips let's talk about kylie jenner yes rich, rich she's what like she just turned like 20 or 21 like she's she's a kid mm. i mean she's a mother now yeah but if you look at her face at 14 years old and then you look at her face at 18 years old you wouldn't even know it's the, it's same, the same person. Even she, her body. Too. Yeah, she completely changed her appearance. And yeah, it started with her lips. She was self-conscious about her lips. So she got her lips done. Okay, fine. You want to plump up your lips? Fine. I think she was a little young, but she's not my child. Do what you want. But now she's almost unrecognizable from what she was as a kid. Like right. that. that is what you're talking with the dysmorphia. Like she had no such little confidence that she had to completely change her appearance. Yeah. And that's really And why sad. though? Is it society? Well, I mean, look at her sisters. Yeah. She's held to a standard of Kim Kardashian. Such a weird thing. I'm blown and away. And why by are they even this. popular, really? I have no clue. I have no clue. I wanna know. <laughs> I wanna know why people care about them. It's it's again this superficial society. I used to defend the Kardashians until I actually started um realizing that they're not very nice people. But my defending them wasn't because I liked them. I used to say, you know what? They must be fucking smart. They must be doing something right because these girls have money coming out of their asses. Right. They're big, fake asses. So I thought, you know, they must not be as stupid as they play on TV. You know, they've got to be good businesswomen. Um, But why they're so popular is because the young girls look at Kylie Jenner. They look at Kim Kardashian. They look at Instagram. Like you said, they see all these women and they want to look like that and they want to be like that. And people are obsessed with watching them and what they're doing and how they look and they want to be like them. Yeah, society. That's the world we live in. Like I have no problem with people that have work done. No, no. You want to get work done, get work done. Yeah. Like whatever's going to, you know, make you feel good about yourself and and everything else. And if that turns you into a more productive person, then cool, go with it. But it's just when it gets taken too far. It's just, I just, there, there's such that mess psychology. Yeah. You can just see the mental illness. You can see that they're just looking for attention. Something is lacking. It's just like I watch a lot of shows. One of my shows that I watch is My 600 Pound Life, where, you know, they're morbidly obese and there's always a reason. For sure. Of course, there's there always has a to reason. be a reason. There's no way you can get to 600 pounds if there isn't some sort of deeper issue. Yeah, there's always something that, you know, brought them to that. And that's why they eat all the time. And the same with the surgery, you know, why they're always trying to change something because they don't ever feel good enough. If maybe if I change this, Mm -hmm. you know, this will make me a better person. And like I said before, I've, you know, I've been cheated on a number of times and you always question yourself, you know, why am I not good enough? Or even on the dating site, when somebody does something to me or doesn't get back to me or whatnot, you always think, oh, why wasn't I good enough? And then you think, oh, maybe I should do this and change this. And then I'll be good enough. But you're never going to be happy. And even people who have a lot of money. That I do know, yeah. Who was the one with the purses? Kate? Kate Spade. Kate Spade. I mean, that was really sad. You know, you mm-hmm. think she's everything going for her. Lots of money and still not happy. Well, definitely. I mean, again, we did a whole series on mental illness. Mm-hmm. And it there doesn't even have to be a trigger. I mean, happiness is something that either is there or isn't there and you're not going to get it by 
buying things or getting more money or changing how you look. It's right. it's a feeling, right? Yeah. It's 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 a state. And right. yeah. So I I can see how if somebody's motive for getting plastic surgery is to make themselves happier, they might have to keep doing more and more and more because you might never get to that point because yeah. it wasn't what was causing you to be unhappy in the first place. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, as you said, you feel more confident outwardly. Like you, right. you know that you look better when you look at yourself, but you're still nitpicking at parts of Absolutely. you that are not perfect. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll ever get to a point where you feel perfect? No. No? Impossible. Plus, I'm a Virgo, so, you know, we're perfectionists, and <laughs> it's unattainable in any way. But it's the same if you go to the gym and you work out, and there's always some way that you can improve. Same with your looks, you know, like mm-hmm. there's a, a wrinkle here or this, you know, there, and maybe if I fix that, I'll be perfect. But I, I know, especially, you know, as you get older, it's just a harder battle to win because... yeah. Um, I'm always thinking about, as you were saying that when, you know, with the gym, I was thinking about, you know, that meme that you see online. Um, I wish that I was as fat as I was when I used when to I think I was I fat. Was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it's true. I feel like I never appreciated when I was like in really good shape. Like when, I mean, 11 years ago, I was in great shape and I had abs and my legs were really toned. And like, I, I can look at pictures now and look at myself. And I was like, damn, I looked good at the time. I remember being so self-conscious. I remember going on vacation with my girlfriend who was much thinner than I was, or Mm -hmm. in my mind, much thinner than I was. And I look back at these photos and I look just as good as her standing next to her. But at the time, I remember like wanting to hide myself. Like there's even, I think, a photo where she's just standing in a bikini and I've got like a, a wrap around me mm-hmm. because I feel really self-conscious about not being the thin it's girl in the perception. bikini. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was saying, like with the anorexia, where we can look at someone and obviously know that they need to put on weight, but they don't see themselves that way. They don't see it. Yeah. So it's your perception. Do you ever get jealous of the people that just really are, just seem really happy, but they're not physically there? Like I have a buddy. Yes. I have a buddy and he's, he's, he's a big dude and he's king of, I never wear a shirt. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. I would, I would cover up constantly and i'm so jealous when i see him he, like How he goes to the beach he he's just the most comfortable yeah and he's having a good time yeah yeah i don't get like, i don't I get jealous do of those people i really i don't get jealous um i've got a very good friend who's like that like physically um she's not conventionally what you'd call hot like you know she's a little bit chubby and i, I mean she's plain Jane in the face like there's nothing amazing I'm not saying she's unattractive right. but it, she's not somebody you'd see on Instagram and be like wow and she's just so comfortable with how she looks like it's not she would never be the girl that like if you took a photo of her she'd be like let me see that before you put like she would never she's just so happy and comfortable and and that's and I just I, I, yeah I just feel like good for you like yeah that is how you look and I never think anything, like if I see her and she maybe has a pimple on her face or her hair is not done, like I don't think of it. I don't notice it. And I have to sometimes remind myself that people are not looking at my imperfections. Only I am. Right. Right. I mean, we know that, but yeah, I'd love to be one of those people that could live that. Like, yeah. I I don't don't think I've ever been that way. No. No. And the reason being is ever since I was younger, I've been very skinny. So I grew up very thin. 
and people made fun of me. See, I was the reverse. I was I was heavy set. So it's right. like you would think, oh, if you say something about somebody who's fat, oh, that's really mean. You know, if you made a fat joke, but then yeah. you say something about the skinny person, then they they should like that because they're no, skinny. No, it's absolutely just as me. I was it's, I was yeah. the same as you. I used to get uh, called anorexic. Mm-hmm. Um, this one girl when I was in grade seven used to pull like I'd wear a baggy t-shirt because I was self-conscious about it I was very very I was I was lanky I was very tall very skinny and like you could see my ribs Mm -hmm. and she would come behind me and pull my t-shirt super super tight just to show people like look you can see her ribs and she doesn't eat and um, I went to Catholic school, so you know how you have to give up something for Lent. Yes. So, you know, as a kid, I just always assumed, well, the proper thing to do is to give up something that's not good for me. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I think it was grade eight, I gave up all junk food. Right. And I got teased for it like crazy. Like you already don't eat now. And they would try to like force feed me like chips and chocolate because I was already too skinny. Yeah. Oh, and then I turned 15 and my metabolism metabolism switched around and I had to start going to the gym. Uh, So I've always been lean, but yeah, people even as I got older would say, you know, you'd be in a room with with people and and they would be, you know, talking about gaining weight and I'd be like, I'd love to gain weight. And you feel like they're going to slap you, you know, (laughs) I like gaining weight and and, uh, yeah, you feel like you're the outcast because it's true. Nobody wants to hear from the girl who says I'm too thin. Yeah. So So how are you received by other women then? Like we kind of get the idea of men, but how are you, how are you received by other women? It's gotten better to be honest. And here's a good example. So last summer I was with my girlfriend, we were sitting on a patio and people were, you know, walking by or riding by and stuff. And I noticed somebody gave me a dirty look and I pointed it out to her and she's like, really? So then she started looking at people. She's like, oh my God just happens all the time. And did you see the look on that woman's face? And I said, no, because I don't look. So when I walk down the street, people think I'm snobby or stuck up and I'm not. I just don't look because I get dirty looks all the time. From women. From women. Think they're jealous? Perhaps, yeah. I'm telling you, women are women's biggest competition. They're, oh, they are, don't women care. are catty for like, sure. You, Very catty. You've won the battle because you're a chick. Dude, huh? you don't care. In what way? Oh, I know. What, yeah. Can you explain it? Because I don't talk well. So, <laughs> welcome to my podcast. <laughs> well, I, I've heard a lot of men think this way that if you're a woman, that you can basically get any man you want anytime. But oh yeah, obviously. It, I mean, that, I mean no, but know? that's only true for if you just want to have sex. Like, yeah, sure. You can go. Right. Out, you can go out and have sex with anyone you want. That's but true. You are, that's not what she's looking for. And that's not what most women are looking for in my experience. Anyway, they're not looking for a man who just wants to have a one night stand. That's dudes think that we've won because that's what you guys. Yeah. They say you can get any guy you want and not to be conceited or whatever, but yeah, I get a lot of messages and I, I could pick someone, but that's again not what I'm looking for. You're looking for somebody looking with some sort of substance. Yeah. That doesn't a relationship. just want you to send I'm not pictures. For a hookup. Yeah. Doesn't just want to see pictures of you in a bikini mm-hmm. and or less. Yes. So I get it. I get that my pictures give that image, but I'm a lot more than that. So it's Let me hard ask to you a question. Yeah. Then. Okay. So I understand what you're saying when you say that, you know, now that you're a little bit older, you have yes. to be more competitive. Do you think that you could get a better response, still looking how you look, but maybe 
toning down the sexiness of your photos? Or do you think that it's going to be that now you're not going to get the responses because they're not as sexy? Like, have you tried it the other way? It's hard to do that. I did actually. Wait, wait, wait. Why is it hard to do that just out of curiosity? Because I feel like you're giving up that competition. Like you feel like I don't want people, I want someone to want me for me, but I also want to be desirable. But I know it's a fine line because people sometimes only think that's what you're looking for. Right. Because, oh, look at her. She's wearing, you know, something half revealing. Um, So I did go on the dating site and I did put up only two pictures and one was just my head and I had a scarf and everything. And it's a very nice picture. And I can't remember what the other one was, but I tried to tone it down mm-hmm. and it still worked. I still got a lot of messages. Were they less creepy or equally creepy? Well, um, the one person I went on a few dates with is the one that just recently when I, because I haven't seen him for a while, had my Christmas party and he asked, oh, send me a picture. So I sent him a few pictures and he said, very sexy. And the dress was not revealing or anything. It was actually high neck down to the knee. It was, but it is still sexy and in a classy way. Mm -hmm. So he said, very sexy. And I said, thank you. And then he said, if I was there with you, we'd be in the back closet for an hour. So he went straight to And I thought, where (laughs) the hell did that just come from? Mm -hmm. I went on a few dates with you. I I've never done anything with you. There was, you know, nothing in that picture that would give you that impression. Do you think he was trying to be like playful and flirty and just like really doesn't know how? Or do you think that was... I would... Okay, if we were on a different level, if we were dating, if we were going out continuously and and flirting that way, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been bothered by it. But it was so random and I, I haven't heard from him in over a week. And then he just randomly messages me and then yeah. says that. And it's it's like this is what I want, or it's a very bad attempt at being mm-hmm. playful and flirty. There's so much yeah. psychology in dating. Oh my And he said he did say I I messaged I didn't answer him, sorry. And he said, or not the next day, or not. So I said, I don't think we're looking for the same thing. And then he made the comment, I was just trying to be funny or playful. What's wrong with everyone nowadays? And I just said, well, you know, that's fine, but you've never asked me anything else about my life. Like, right. show so some he interest. Hasn't, he hasn't really been a gentleman, period. No. So yeah. it just goes right to that. Instead of, how was the party? How was your day? What's new? Right. So there's no real conversation. See? Yeah. If he was non-threatening. It was non-threatening, just... yeah. If he was non-threatening, that could have been a whole other story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean... It, it, I'm obviously not defending the guy. The reason I was asking that is, you know, I was wondering because you've had all of these disgusting yes. people, mm-hmm. is it possible that you've got such a guard up now too? Like yes, you're I, expecting the men to be I do, filthy. Absolutely. And I have no trust because I think everyone has this ulterior motive. So if somebody just, even just recently, I'm questioning somebody because he would tell me he, he wants a relationship and you know, and he was saying all these nice things that I think, wow, this is perfect. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, stop. No, this guy is playing you. No, no, no. He, no, he's probably just saying that to get what he wants. That's what I think. And that's, that's how it is, unfortunately, unless they actually prove it. And how do they, and how do you prove it? it? I guess time Mm -hmm. and effort. Mm-hmm. and showing that you're not being too pushy. If you're being too pushy sexually, then I'm out. But if you kind of bide your time, because if you say that you want a relationship and 
this is what you want, then just give it a little time. And I don't mean mm. like, you know, months and years, right. whatever. You I don't mean, have a date number? <laughs> give it. 19 days. A little time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not set in stone. I mean, I go by how I feel. Of course. Of course. But if I feel that somebody's kind of pushy that way, then it makes me back off. Untrusting. And I'm usually right, unfortunately. I'm thinking so many different things right now. I'm thinking that sounds really tiring. Yeah, it does. That it sounds, sounds like that's a lot of energy. For was for you. For you. For, oh, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Like I just said that to you the other day. I am literally exhausted. Was dating always like this or is this new? Like is is dating always no. been so complicated? I don't think so. Not years ago for me. Well, you look at me. Plus, I, we didn't have the internet, though. I never found dating to be really complicated, but but what do I know? Well, and <laughs> well, and as she said, there was no when there was no internet. It was a different ball totally game. It different. wasn't. You it wasn't to. like you know. I, people people have um, people have balls on the internet. Like oh, they yeah. don't. You know, you don't have to be polite because you're face to face with yep. someone. It's swipe. No, thank you. Next. Like not only that, but you know, sending pictures now. And mm-hmm. you know how many catfish I've had? Really? So many catfish. I know we're supposed to be talking about plastic surgery. Okay. But yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. No, but catfish is something that... I didn't even know what this was until you told me about it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It just yeah. blows my mind. It actually happened to a family member of mine. Mm-hmm. And um, I just... So he was... He always also struggled with self-esteem. He was not the most confident guy. He had some issues with like depression as well. Right. And... um. He started, uh, I guess, talking to a girl online, and they would talk daily, like multiple times a day. Yeah. And it started to get to the point where he was like obsessed. obsessed. Like he just mm-hmm. he he really really was into this girl, and so eventually it became phone calls. And um, yeah, he was really into her. I think to the point where he might have even said before meeting her, like, "I love this girl." Like yeah, he was yeah. so into her. Anyway, um, they talked for well over a year. Oh, wow. Over online and on the phone. Um, she lived in a different province. Of course. And so eventually, um, oh, and so they were exchanging photos back and forth. Mm-hmm. So he was oh, seeing. Oh, yeah, they sent he was photos. Seeing, he was seeing photos of this really attractive young girl. Anyway, the end of the story is that he, she kept, of course, um, changing their plans when they were supposed to meet. Right. You know, she was supposed to fly in he, to Toronto and they were going to meet and or he was supposed to go there. And then she'd something always have to cancel yeah, yeah. some family emergency, yeah. something. The typical catfish story. Yeah. And finally, um, she, she said admitted. to him, well, I've got to tell you something. And it wasn't even that she was trying to trick him. So I guess it wasn't a real catfish situation. She hated the way she looked so much. She was sending photos of her best friend. Uh, and so he had been talking, talking to this girl for over a year, yeah. picturing, yep. the, you know, the photos he had seen. Yep. And uh, so finally he convinced her, I guess, to send a photo of herself. And he was not attracted to her in the least. Oh. Like at well, not all. only that, but you start off with a lie. Yeah, um, and... they did actually end up together. I don't know oh. if they're still together. They did end up together. Oh. Um, his entire family said, "Like you, you know, you loved her. You loved wow. her based on her personality." This is like um, shallow how. Yeah, it was. It really hell. was. <laughs> like they've said, you know, you yes. you love her. You knew, you know her. Right. The only thing that's changed 
is how the she face. Looks. Yeah. yeah, like this is who you're picturing. This is who she is. So he gave it a try? He gave it a try. Wow. And they uh, they dated for, I, like I said, they might still be together. We're yeah. not that close. I have a really big family. So I don't know. He might yeah. still be with this girl who, I guess it wasn't really a real catfish story. But yeah, I've heard that a lot. And I've had it happen a lot. I don't know what it is about how I attract them, why I open those particular emails and, and Maybe it's I'm not confused. the guy. To find catfish, then it's not the person. So the person uses somebody else's pictures, okay, and it's not really them. <laughs> and sometimes people do this for shits and giggles. Like yeah. there are yeah. people who, like you know, a bored, a bored, bitter old lady might go online and put up a picture of a hot guy and get somebody who looks a certain way yeah. because she's maybe lonely and bitter and basically lead this woman on for months or years or whatever and keep making plans and canceling, making plans and yeah. canceling. Yeah. And yeah, basically just to fuck with somebody else's life. I don't know why. I don't know what the motive is, but there are people who do that. So fucking Yeah. Weird. The worst one for me was I was talking to someone for quite a while. We made arrangements to go for dinner on my birthday and I got all dressed up and I went to the restaurant and I waited and nobody showed up. And I said, well, that's just great. That's my birthday ruined. Did you ever speak to the person no, again? No. I think they. I think he deleted or blocked the account after because he probably knew I'd find out yeah. if he didn't show. Yeah. Or I've had guys who admitted after talking and talking on the phone and keep making arrangements and they don't show up. And then they said, yeah, that's not me in the pictures. So I'm like, I have no idea who I've been talking to. Mm -hmm. So screwed up. There's a show on it even. There yeah, is. Yeah. And I didn't yeah, get it when yeah, I was watching. Yeah, I All just... I knew is some dude like flew somewhere and no one showed up. And I was like, I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, you know, the, I, I guess I always thought of catfish as the people who are doing it maliciously, but I, and then there's the other side of it, like my family member who, um, the girl he was talking to just really didn't want him to see her because she was so unhappy with her own appearance. So for, yeah, over a year, you can talk to somebody and think you know who you're talking to, and it's not them. For men that I talk to, a lot of the women will, when they when they meet them, they'll be a lot heavier in person. So they put up old pictures where they yeah, yeah. didn't weigh as much. Mm -hmm. That's very common. I've never had that as a man, I've never had a guy put up a picture and then, you know, he's a lot heavier in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never thought. Yeah, I think that would be a really bad idea to do, though, because eventually you're, you know, the goal is to meet the person, right? So yeah. you better you better goal. represent yourself because when you meet, they're going to know that I know, that I never look like you. I don't figured it. that yeah. out. Like, why would you do that knowing someone's going to see what you look like and no, it's not you or you only you 20 heavier. years ago. Yeah. What's that movie? I love you, man. <laughs> I love you, man. Have you seen that movie? That is the greatest scene. So there's the a, yeah, there's a scene in the movie. The guy goes online to find friends because he has no friends. So he goes on some like friend finding uh, website and there's a picture of like a young, attractive guy. And, you know, it looks like they share some interests, whatever. So he goes to meet this guy and the guy's what, like 85 years old. <laughs> And he goes to him, yeah, the picture's from a few years back. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. It's so true, though. That is funny. <laughs> Should we get back on to plastic surgery? Plastic surgery, Is there anything yes. else we want to know? Uh, no, I think we went down every, <laughs> every road possible. I think that plastic surgery, like a lot of things, if it's something that you have thought about, it's something you really want to do, and 
you know, you're sure about that, then yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I think the only scary part is what we talked about, the Mm -hmm. slippery slope of if it's, if you've got some sort of like body dysmorphia and you're never going to be content and you're just going to have to keep getting more and more and more until the point where you're unrecognizable, I guess that's, that's the only danger of it. But Mm. how, how do you know that, you know, when you first start, maybe you don't know that you think, oh, I want to get breast implants. It's like a tattoo. You get one and then you want more and more and more and more. more. But I will say this, uh, the day of my tummy tuck, I almost, I almost didn't do it. I was really scared. What were you scared of? I was just scared of how it would turn out. Yeah. Um, Because I've already seen someone without a belly button. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Surgery going on. I was really nervous. No belly button. To be honest, I can't remember exactly what I was thinking. If it was, I was scared about how it was going to look. I think that was the main thing. But she had him come in and and I said, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. And then he seemed actually annoyed. (laughs) You know, because they're they have all this time scheduled for you. And so, but I, I did do it. I I didn't do it because he pressured me. I just, I wanted to do it. I was just nervous. I was having anxiety about it. That should be understandable to the doctor. Like you're, you're about to have your, your stomach sliced from hip to hip. Like that's, yeah, that's pretty fucking scary. Like I said, I wouldn't even get like drugs while giving birth because I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. That's sticking that in me. (laughs) Like when there's certain things like, like there's no turning back. Like I, I, yeah. I can do. Like I've always thought about, and it crosses my mind. Like, do I want to get like eye surgery done? Because I hate wearing glasses, and I can't stand mm-hmm. taking in and out my contact. And I'm like, no. I always come back to no. I'm not. I'm not. No. Oh, I'm, I will 100 percent get eye surgery. I can't do that. As, I won't as do scared that. as I am of I'd be too all scared. of the, no. I, I will 100% get eye surgery. I'm, I'm scared. I can't live You're scared of which part? I'm of something going wrong? Yes, yes. And, you and could so that's, that's why I, I would be completely scared of any kind of cosmetic or plastic surgery. I'd be like... I would be scared of doing a facelift because that's pretty major. And then you think, oh my gosh, what if they screw it up? And it's, <laughs> Yeah, that could go really wrong, I And think. then it just looks terrible because that's happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've seen some like bad ones. Mickey Rourke didn't his face come out really weird? Well, like Mark said, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys who have done work and they end oh, up yeah. looking. It just looks weird. Yeah. It does like look you weird. Said, yeah. Like I remember seeing Tom Petty on an award show, and I'm like, did he what? have? Oh, oh, Burt Reynolds too. I'm pretty he sure. Was... Well, I mean, I know we're talking about men right now, but um, Courtney Cox's surgery went very wrong, and then oh. she had to. I think she reversed it. Like she got a she. She got a bunch of fillers okay. in her face, yeah. but she ended up really not looking like herself. Like she looked puffy. She looked puffy almost scary. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think that she got the fillers taken out or I don't know if they dissolve. Like, I don't really know they can what the process is. They dissolve it or take it out. Yeah. But she, yeah. she let it go because she decided I need to look a little more natural because she was starting to look pretty scary. Yeah. It can yeah. go that way. And that's the one thing I've always said is I don't want that puffy face. You know, because you start getting the jowls, but how do you fix the jowls without surgery? Right. You know, you maybe do some filler, you you lift here and there. You don't want to go overboard, start looking like that kind of fat face look. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think I would be, I think I'd be very afraid to do any type of surgery as, as much as I can, yeah, like look at myself now and say, yeah, you know, my breasts definitely don't look the same as they did pre-children. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, like, I think I'm okay guy. with it. He's got no lines on his face. <laughs> like that's he doesn't look completely fake though. We're for everyone listening, at we're looking at Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Because I remember I was watching a really? video of him on like Graham Norton or something, and he just I'm like, you look so weird. He looks so different. And it's not just the beard; you just look different. It's because we're just seeing a, a still right now. You have to see when they start talking. If right. they're you know if there's yes. no expression or there's no lines when they smile, that's when you can really tell. Right. Yeah. He just. I will say one thing, though, is when I look at older pictures of myself, I do think I look better now, even though I'm older. That's a good thing. I do think I look better. You know, the surgery didn't go totally wrong. Like if you can, if you feel you look better, then it did accomplish what you wanted it to accomplish. Even in my face. And I I haven't done a lot in my face, you know, Mm -hmm. just some Botox and little fillers and stuff. But when I look at some old pictures. Yeah, but maybe like, you're oh looking God, at old I pictures like going, oh and... man, <laughs> 80s hair looks so stupid. No, it's... Why do I have puffy shoulder pads? Like maybe that's what's... Could be part of it. But <laughs> no, I think just even the way my face looked. Yeah. Yeah. Like no lips. and Just the way it was. And it's funny because I have a picture of me from high school when I used to have my bus pass. And everyone's like, that's not you. <laughs> and I said, yeah, that's me. Why? I didn't do anything surgically, but I guess, you know, you change. I had more of a round face. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to find it one day and show you. Right on. I feel I've I've learned what I need to learn about plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for hanging. This was fun. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate your openness. Mm-hmm. Really cool. I will say one more thing. I think if you do get plastic surgery, um, I think it's okay to own it and be open with it. Like, I don't think it's something that you need to be that you need to hide, right? I don't think you need to. No. If you want to enhance your looks in any way and you want to change something, that should be your decision. I don't think anybody, sh- it, it doesn't affect my life one way or another if somebody has implants or Botox. So yeah. go ahead, own it. I agree with Yeah, you. I think it's more acceptable now too. Oh, it's way more acceptable. It's way, yeah. yeah, it is. You know, but I still don't, I still know people like, shh, no one knows. Yeah, they don't want people to know. I don't want, I don't want to come on your podcast, no. I'm, like, okay. <laughs> I'm good with it. I will say Thank my you. butt is real. That's <laughs> that's one thing. All right, we'll set the record straight. Fake boobs, some fillers in the face and lips, tummy tuck. Her butt is real. But yep. I think that's a good place to call her up. All right. Thank you again for hanging out. It's been awesome. Thank you. Right on. You guys have been listening to two massage therapists in a microphone. My name is Mark and Amanda and Kale. Kale. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>